Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our, what, summer special episode, what do you want to call yeah, it? The off-season special. <laughs> off-season. It's July 3rd, 2018. Um, we're going to get into this. We uh, Some of the most what, most recent things that happened with the Pat's, um, probably the biggest news. I feel like we talked about this already, but coaching change. Yeah, <laughs> It seems, I swear we talked about this exact thing a while ago, but I guess it wasn't official yet. Yeah, I guess it's official now, you know. Yeah. I think there's rumors out there for at least a year, I think. Yeah. So. It's no surprise to us. It seems like everyone's calling it the the worst kept secret in the organization. Um, how do you feel about it? Oh, I think it's all right. Uh, you know, it sounds like there isn't going to be much of a transition in coaching style. sounds like Struch was... I wouldn't say running the team per se, but you know, it sounded like he had a lot of input. In his interview, he said you could. There was a lot of change over to his coaching style when he took over in Saskatoon. So you know, there's quite a, quite a bit of difference there. He had to implement his own stuff, and here it sounded like him and Paddock were kind of on the same page, kind of doing the same thing together. And so there isn't going to be much transition wise that way. And he he said it's going to be a lot better with the stable management group mm-hmm. here so because he said he was a it was a first year owner in Saskatoon when he took over and then you know and then that didn't go so well and he right. got fired after the first year which isn't going to happen here no they're going to give him the reins I think for a while and they probably have a it sounds like they're all on the same page yeah and he's going to have a to leash bottom. too you know yeah. we know we all know it's going to be a rough few years coming up so you know and Paddock's still there you know, yeah, upstairs yeah. and stuff. So, you know, he's going to have his input on the team. And I mean, from an out, no idea what the locker room is like. This is just totally anecdotal, my own maybe observation from the stands looking down. Maybe, maybe it's a good change. I don't, Paddock never seemed to really have that. I he's a bit older. Didn't I don't know if, if the guy can yell. Did oh. you ever hear him yell? <laughs> wow, you couldn't hear him over Stroot right. every time. But I don't know. Maybe it'll be a good change and i'm not you know one of those guys that said oh you got to beat these kids and yell at them and whatever but i don't i don't know one of the things that i noticed at the beginning of the season was without steel even you know even with steel i don't know about i didn't see the leadership that we had in 15 16 with brooks that and that that level and i don't know if if paddock brought out that leadership that through steel or whoever should have been our leader last year. I don't. That's just the way I felt. When things were rough, it was rough. Yeah, definitely. You know, it it was real bad there for a while. So I don't. Know. So I I I think it's a good change. Um, Struish, he's going to have his work cut out for him, but I think he knows he's going to have a few years. It's kind of almost like the Mike Babcock deal in Toronto. It's it's going to be a few rough years, but. There's a, there is a game plan, at least I feel. And then Paddock. I think Paddock's a really good GM, and he'll be good at that. And yeah. uh, he can focus on that, and Struish can do the coaching. Yeah, for sure. That, and then, I don't know, it didn't sound like they really had uh, plans for a third coach at the at the press conference. But, oh, okay. But you never know what will happen here in the next couple well, months. Well, I mean, you had those guys. The one that sticks out in my mind, I went to school with them, was Gordon Pritchard assistant to the gm it sounds like a 
uh, at the office, you know, assistant to the GM. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was wondering maybe someone at that, maybe not him, but someone with one of those titles, maybe moving up or something like that, right? Yeah, I, I threw it out the the name. Um, Heward, you know, since he was in Swift Current and they've turned over, I said, mm-hmm. well, maybe mm-hmm. he'll come he'll come back to Regina and, you know, but he might be looking for a head coach position. You never know, so. Good. So change to the coaching, uh, change to some of our players. The import draft to pick up two Russians, but playing in, in the U.S., which yeah. I think is uh, a smart move. I don't know how, it's got to be tough to, get these if you're drafting some guy from russia or finland or belarus for all did you see that belarus was yeah. the leading oh was it country for the chl oh really i did not see that bizarre i don't know they must have been they must be working on their junior program or really invited scouts i, I don't know but it was, it was well i know uh sweden they guys don't tend to leave sweden even though you know there's good hockey players there, I don't mm-hmm. think teams pick Swedes as much because they're they want to stay home by the sounds of it. So yeah. you know that that would be a good market to tap, but it doesn't sound like it's it's uh it's too conducive to them coming over. So yeah, and so then, getting guys. And then Russia over. seems to be well. You never know yeah. who, unless you know <laughs> unless you you know or you have contact with these players. But you know it's yeah, and and they say. It's mostly second, third hand thing. Uh, the better knowledge. guys are staying there. No, it's like when you ask about these players, oh, it's like yeah. second, third hand like yeah, uh, yeah. notes and yeah insights. So, Lost in translation, maybe. Yeah, and so I don't, you know, you never know what you're gonna get, right? So yeah. we picked up a couple guys out of Colorado, so and, right, and we know what we're getting because uh, Rhett Gordon, expat player, he uh, he's the connection in Col- connection in Colorado, so. Right. He's uh, he's the one bringing in like uh, who was the other guy? Uh, we just traded Lochner, and then and then uh, Ty Similak, who may or may not come, but mm-hmm. he's the guy down in Colorado. So that's a name, a name from the past there, Rhett Gordon. Yeah, you know, expat star back in the nineties. Yeah, and that's that's kind of interesting. The organization keeps some of those key players and rewards some of those guys that were. Uh, were players for us and they stay in the organization like um cylinder too doesn't he have a connection to doing something no not right now i know you know we have drafted one of his sons but okay i don't i not that i know of that i can i'm not too sure so regardless so you have some information on these guys yeah i don't know i just looked up on elite prospects they seem to have the best stats and information on on most things um you know they're both they're both six foot one both 190 plus pounds so you know you got some size so you know young guys with size already that's that's nice yeah the defenseman you know not nothing flashy only played 11 games this year three goals last year he played 21 games and he had 11 goals the forward he had only 13 games played and then he had eight goals so you know, I don't know. It's the midget league in Colorado, so I don't know. What How kind of, old are they? They're both 17. Okay. So they so. they can play. It So it's a little different than your bantam draft. Here you're drafting players Yeah. that theoretically can play at least. Yeah, and I was kind of wondering what direction would they go. Would they get guys that are 17-ish and 
build them with the team or would they go for 19s, you know, mm -hmm. like the way we did this year with Oxen and, you know, a guy, a high and better skill, you know, more, yeah. um, more progressed in his skill and you can help the team out. And I thought maybe they'd go that way just to plug a couple holes, but you know, there's nothing wrong with this. So now and I think the forward, he played as a 15 year old, he played under 18 even in Russia. He's okay. only been over here one year. But he, as a 15-year-old, he played his under-16 league, and then he even moved up to under-17 and 18 for a few games. So, oh, okay. So he's got a little bit of skill. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, speaking of last year's draft, now correct me if I'm wrong, Was is not Zamula out there? I, I heard Calgary... Yeah, Calgary picked him up, and they kept him. Do they keep... Yeah. But I, didn't I hear they had another import, and he was available, or no? Uh, I'm not, not right? too sure, oh, Okay, but they're keeping him. Okay. So. Too bad. Yeah, that would have been nice to somehow get him back, but uh, it is what it is. We probably should. We probably shouldn't have picked him if we were just going to, you know, for our situation, we probably could have used an older guy like Oxen and what they did with him. Because mm -hmm. he turned out to be a good pick, I thought. Yeah. Uh, so. His production dropped off. Yeah, it did. Yeah, near the end there. Yeah. I had I was really high on him at the yeah, yeah, start of the season. Start. Well, he did have that injury and he was out for a while there. Yeah, around Christmas yeah, time. He just so. never seemed to. Yeah. Once we made the trades, he kind of. Well, we had so much depth then, yeah. but yeah, no, he was serviceable. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right, so both uh, you and I picked up season tickets again this year. Same yeah. price, yeah, less games. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't think it would go up, and I, I wouldn't think it would. Yeah, go no, down. I'm I'm happy. It, yeah. what, what are you gonna do? It's no, the Same. perks are back, like we said. So. Yeah. So what is it? Four bring a friends or how many? Something like that. I Four can't per exactly. a seat. So we got three seats again. Um, so that's that's fine. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I wasn't expecting a price drop. Yeah. And I mean, they're still reasonable. When we, uh, there were posts I saw of other other tickets, um, a lot more than we're paying. So. Yeah. We're one of the cheapest in the whole country, right? For sure. Okay. So, I Great. think even at that three hundred price point two years ago, we were the might have been the cheapest mm -hmm. ticket in mm -hmm. the whole CHL. Yeah. I mean, we sit in the cheap seats. Yeah, I like. <laughs> well, them they're though. good. I yeah. like them. I, they're fine. Yeah. I, I don't know how much it is to move up, but I'm happy with them. Um, schedule release. Big news. <laughs> so we're down to sixty-eight games from the seventy-two. Um, I've had a chance to look at it. I, I like it personally. It's, um, not too many of the three and three. Yeah. I think there's which only is three of them. So tough on teams. Um, starting at home or sorry, away, we start away at PA on the September 21st. I, what I really like, and then they do it right off the bat is the, all the home and homes. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that, but yeah, lots of home and homes with the, the season. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, at the Christmas break too, I think they they do Brandon right after the Christmas break. Mm -hmm. Home and home, so um, got your standard Agribition break there in it was in mid November, so yeah, we play November tenth, and then they start. They go Kootenay, Vancouver, Victoria, Kamloops, Kelowna, PG, um, and PG is always out there. Such yeah. a hard. <laughs> the 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 trip seems a little better than two years ago because they went Edmonton PG, or no, they went sorry Edmonton down to like Kamloops or Kelowna, and then they back up to PG, yeah. and then back down again. I was like, oh my god, it was just I thought it was the dumbest 
yeah route that they could so this one at least it's a little more um it seems a little more reasonable yeah and i don't know if i just didn't notice it last year compared to this year we play red deer a lot this year well, should do be... they shift with no. the team or is it always the same every year yes yeah, always the it's always four two okay. home two away with the other uh, right, division okay. in your conference maybe it was just i was just writing it and i just seemed like i write in red deer a lot but i'll trust you on that one um yeah the friday saturdays with moose jaw going back to uh some of the i don't know the 90s when i'd go and it'd be yeah and then we went out <laughs> to the crush can yeah yeah so that'll be fun actually we should try and get out and do some of those um both teams will be bad so it'll be an easy, yeah yeah an even game <laughs> fun get some easy to get tickets at least um no uh no other events at the brand center looks like which is nice just the exhibition. No other extended breaks. And no, like no. We had this year. Yeah, a little stint in February, but I think that's a normal uh, Alberta a normal road, trip. road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, wrap the season up. The home and home on Brandon again, which is good. Back to. Yeah, back we to, usually uh, start around the season with them since yeah. they're we're the closest team to them. So yeah. Yeah, so we get to see. Everett, Spokane this year. And all the American teams. Yeah, Seattle. We don't have to go there, so that's good. I don't know. All in all, it's not. It's not really too rough. Um, I, I I personally I like the Sunday games having a, a little guy. I always like those Sunday games. You can, and when you go to them, you can see there's tons of families and stuff. Yeah, so you can see the kids are. I don't. Definitely I, in. I did tweet them and say, "Hey, more Sunday games." They didn't. Uh, <laughs> they didn't listen to me. Um, not too many Wednesdays, which is good too. Yeah, a couple Tuesdays. That's it. Yeah, seems like more Tuesdays on the road though. But I don't know. It'll be sh- it should be good. Nothing that really sticks out. And anything in your? No, that looks good. Um, some other rumblings. Saw the OHL, or I'm sorry, the Q. Uh, Halifax is scheduled. Did you see that? Oh yeah, they're on the road for like fifteen uh, games. games. Something the it's fifteen. I was just like, they're on the road. This is the Memorial Cup host. Yeah, I think something's <laughs> going on with their rink or in Must the rink. Must be. I, that is nuts. Yeah, fifteen games on the road. I think to they'll start be home, the season, but at some point, I don't. Yeah, think no, I mean the t- yeah, yeah, but to sure. play that many games, like their fans will be the season's yeah. like a third done, <laughs> and they don't even get to see them. Yeah. Well, that was wild. I don't. I didn't see any rumblings from the WHL. Did you hear any crazy schedules? No, I didn't hear any. No, I didn't see much at all. No, so. no. So I don't. Not too much drama with that. Unfortunately, no, no big news there. But no, no news is good news sometimes. Um, another thing that happened: NHL draft came and went. Paddock yeah. looked didn't over. Get yeah, he got invited to San Jose yeah. Sharks camp. Yeah, so that's at least he good. got an invite. But I saw there was like six goalies or something there. So yeah, they they've a, always got lots. Make it tough. That's tough to make an impression. Oh. Hofer went before the Hutter eight out of Swift Current. Yeah, I was surprised he went Still. that early. Uh, even David Tendek, probably the you know the most notable draft eligible goalie out of Vancouver. Like he played most of the year in Vancouver, and they were a decent team, and yeah. he had some pretty good stats playing forty eight games, and you know. Uh, and NHL Central Scouting had him 
ranked similar to Hofer. They were right beside each other in their rankings, and he got picked quite a ways after Hofer. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a I, scout, so I don't, I don't know, know what they're they looking for right. in him. Like he played all of three games against teams over 500. Yeah, so, so he, he just played the bottom feeders every time out. Th- and it's then, not even what are they looking for. How did they even see it? Yeah, that too. <laughs> they yeah, had exactly. no opportunity to even see it. So, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, Tendek got a lot of games against, you know, all the teams out west. And yeah. So, eh, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter where you get drafted. It's just how, it's you, true. how you do. Right? It's true. So. I guess I, w- I feel bad for him because I think even if he didn't maybe expect people started talking about him so much and maybe put it in his head that I saw on the paper Maddock or Maddock Max Paddock maybe expecting a call on draft day like they were building it up and I feel bad if he was sitting there and all of a sudden he didn't so I I mean the media is different than reality we all know that but I guess I, I Hopefully it works out for him. Yeah, he seems to be a pretty laid back guy, so I don't know if he got too. That's true. Too he's still up. like, he's still young too, yeah, right? Exactly. Still, well, you can get picked next year, or you can yeah you can sign a contract with San Jose. You never know. If yeah, you like him, yeah. you can sign right now. So good. So uh, some other hockey going on. It's kind of old news now, but the Calder Cup. I really kind of enjoyed watching the AHL. It's a it's a funny league because with the the minimum a lot of guys are making around that $65,000 mark. But then you can have guys on NHL contracts still. Sent down, <laughs> like, yeah. like I was reading Wade, Re- Wade Redden, right? Uh, sent down by the Rangers. And, and this was an older article or whatever, but sent down. He was making gobs of money, right? Because yeah. it's his third or fourth contract. And his option was he could either play in the AHL and get paid that money or, or quit, out. right? Yeah. Or quit. No, the oh. Rangers were willing... They were not going to let him, they weren't going to pay him unless he was playing, whether it's mm. for I see. the HL. The, wherever or, it is. Yeah. If you're playing, they're paying you. <laughs> so he's probably on the ice making yeah, God knows how much. There's other, some other guy. So anyways, Calder Cup, fantastically Brooks, uh, get that championship that we couldn't get him. But, uh, and uh, you know, he was on the ice a fair bit. Um yeah, I, I heard I his name a lot. I didn't watch much at all of it uh, until the final. I caught a bit of the final, and now like, the final game, game seven. So, and I don't know if it was on just because the Marlies were in it, because it was on TSN too. Okay, so I don't know if they. I personally haven't really seen a lot of AHL games on no. TV, at least the TV we get. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing more. Yeah. Something about pro sports is so it's so disconnected, and that's what we've said about what we like about the Pats is that they're right here, and we can go see them. Uh, but when you start talking about pro sports, like even the NHL, it's so distant, and you get into even more like off topic a little bit. But like the NFL, it's just so far removed from reality and everything like that. So I don't know. The AHL seems just a little more. I don't know, real. Like, yeah. They're just kids playing, some of them playing for quite a while, and they're, they kind of know this is it. This is their, this is their pro. Yeah. So, um, it did seem like it meant a lot to the organization. And I'm not a Leafs fan at all, but, uh, it's kind of neat to see their development that way. Yeah. I think they have the same GM. So he's kind of looking over both teams. So, 
He looked pretty excited, the young guy. So. And speaking of which, um, they picked up Bradley. Yeah, he's Matt Bradley's moving up. So. so. And I think nice they just signed him. Estefan as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's like. So that's a couple kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I hate the Leafs, I might have to at least root for the Marlies. Keep an eye on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was nice to hear Matt Bradley get picked up. Um, someone else went to the Vegas camp. Who was that? Uh, uh, well, the Sessions there. I don't yeah, know who else. but someone else. Henry. With, no, no, Henry's, Henry's with Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Uh, or is it someone that went to Colorado? Yeah, who, um, Robbie Holmes went to Colorado. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Robbie Holmes with so, okay. That's the only other person that I've seen got invited to a camp. So. Yeah, well, the guys probably checking out Hen- Henry. You know, the scouts checking out Henry. They probably right. had an eye for Holmes and said, "Hey, come on out." So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of talking about next year. What about Pat's little things? Things coming a little bit clearer for next year. Well, yeah, I heard Puto. He had off-season shoulder surgery, so and it sounds like they expect him back. You know, a little later into the season, but so it sounds like. He's one of the guys that's going to be on this team next year. Because it looks like, you know, we got three 20s out of five possible guys, probably. Platten, Legion up front. Hyman, Fleury, Puto, and Schuller on the back end. If Fleury does come back, and he's still not signed with Montreal as far as I know. Yeah. Um, we do have to give up another pick to Kootenai. What that is, I don't know. But yeah. There's a conditional pick. Then. Yeah, so yeah. some sort of pick if he comes back. And then so that really comes, because you want Fleury, I'd think. And it comes down to one spot for the last four guys. So I don't know who, hmm. they, who they'd be taking. I'd think it would be probably a forward, but you never know. Maybe. So you think it's, oh, Puto and Fleury. Yeah, I think are for sure. Yeah. And then uh, maybe they want some older D, you know. Just, you know, you'd yeah. probably rather have an older D maybe than forward. I don't know. Because Legion didn't, didn't seem to get much ice time down yeah. the stretch. I'd be surprised if it was him. Yeah, and then Platt, well, you know, he didn't do much when he's out there. Yeah. You know, nothing against him or anything, no. but he didn't put up the numbers. No. So maybe they bring back a Hyman or a Scholler to stabilize that the yeah. back end. You know, there's nothing wrong with having older guys on the back end, especially no. with the young team. No. So maybe they'll have three 20-year-old D-men. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's July. Training camp starts in August already, I was reading. We're not that far away. Yeah, it's exactly. going to be like six weeks. I wonder if they're going to have a, a development camp for the young guys or if they're just going to roll that into training camp because a lot of teams already had their development camp for the young kids. That's what I know. I was kind of waiting for news to come out. Oh, Pat's development camp. I thought Nothing. maybe they, just, or they were just, you know, with all the Memorial Cup stuff, so this let yeah. it slide until later in the year and just maybe just maybe. do it with the training camp do it first and then yeah. have a couple invites to main training camp and then send the rest of them home kind of thing so um so speaking of august we got this mini tournament that they're doing so yeah. with the season ticket pack so you can either take that or preseason games is that I right i think there's preseason games and the tournament yeah games. so you get to pick I think both. Or it's both. Not Do you get pick. both with? Yeah, I oh, so. okay. That's I even better. Got, I haven't got any of the stuff in the mail. Oh, okay. Yet. Okay. So, what is it? A three-game mini yeah, tournament with Swift and Sask, Saskatoon and PA, I think. PA or Moose Jaw? Yeah, one of the two. I can't yeah. remember exactly. So then I they know do they've that. Done that the last couple of years, a little mini tournament. Oh, okay. Since okay. we have the 
the big facility here. Yeah. The teams can come yeah. practice. All of them can come practice. And, and then they uh, roll into preseason. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to come up quick here. Summer's yeah, going to fly exactly. by. It already is. Yeah, it's already July, so. What are you what are you doing keeping busy this summer? Oh, just playing some slow pitch and and such, so getting to Red Sox games? Yeah. That too. That's I good. always man, their season's tough though. It's like oh, two months and they yeah. just go balls to the wall. Yeah. And I always say I'm gonna go and uh, summer's just so busy and it's good ball though. Oh it is. It's really good. It's a nice it's it's the summer sport, right? The right. Ball, so Yeah get out there and watch the Red Sox, you know, they're doing well again this year. There's always, they always have a good team. That's the thing. So I think they've only been under 500 once in the last maybe mm-hmm. 10 years that I've been going. Um, so it's a good league too. I like yeah, it. You know, yeah. and there's some decent ball players there. There's the biggest name to come out of this league was Andleton Simmons, multi multi gold glove winner, shortstop yeah. of the Anaheim angels. So, you know, there's some, some good guys. So yeah, that's a it's always a nice night to go and watch the ball game. So yeah, riders here and there, but we're not a rider show. They get enough talk. Yeah, <laughs> especially we don't even want to talk to them after that last game. Oh, that's crap. But like the I one said, game it's... I do go to because I'm not even a rider <laughs> fan. I pay and go to the game, and it's just Ugh, the worst. Ugly. The worst football I've seen in forever. That was like, bad. You know, but but anyways, it's it's that it's local. Like I said, it's here and it's a little more real than. The NFL for me, so I like to watch it, and it's just part of culture here almost. Yeah, for sure. But uh, anything else, Pat's news, you want to talk about? Um, uh, the Pipeline Show, okay, Key Flaming. He yep. uh, he interviewed Kurt Hill, expat player, which is now the he is now the Edmonton Oil Kings GM. Uh-huh. You know, young guy is only 30, so really, yeah, uh, yeah, he played. Here and then he went to University of Waterloo and then that's it for his career and then he was scouting with the Chicago Blackhawks uh, this past year. I don't know how long he's been doing it, but uh, that's mm. what he was doing. And then, uh, yeah, now he's uh, the GM of uh, the Edmonton wow. All Kings. Good for him. And then they hired a coach, also an expat. I can't remember. I can't remember his name offhand, but he's oh, okay. from back in the day, yeah. before our almost our time. So older guy. And then uh, he also had a good interview with Ron Robinson, the commissioner. A good interview there. So if you guys want to check that Any out. Any highlights from it? Um, uh, don't no, have yeah. enough time. <laughs> no, it was Not a listen. good. It was a really good interview. Oh, okay. So okay. it's worth the listen there. So he's always got a good show. You know, he he covers a variety of um, junior age stuff, college. Did um, they? And he probably didn't. I mean probably not his subject matter did they talk at all about that lawsuit yes they did okay they did cover that lawsuit. because i did see a little blurb and to be honest i couldn't even like the legal terms i was like i don't know what even this well means. the big thing is it's down to ontario and alberta that are still haven't granted um i guess the ruling saying these players are not uh professionals or they you know they they're they're getting the the bypass of you know mm-hmm. being a, a player so but that's it's not even just this lawsuit is huge precedence because if if they do that say oh yeah you got to pay these players minimum wage that doesn't affect hockey oh just it'll, hockey. Talk, it'll do the red sock like it'll affect every, every sport every travel sport ever yes like every like baseball 
football. It could be the gymnastics. It could be band. It could be the same. All that is it's nuts. So, you know, so it sounds like you know, it's you know, it's going. I guess well for the CHL in their in their favor, but there was a couple. Um, they had a I don't know what what not a court case, but they had a hearing kind of thing in Oregon, and two players that played in the WHL, they they had poor experiences mm-hmm. in the WHL, and they said, oh, this happened and that happened, and they made me play hurt or something to that effect. So the WHL looked into that, and they had an independent investigator into that, and and they just released a report, I don't know, within the last couple of weeks, saying that most of those facts or or statements that those two players made were you know they couldn't find much negligence or you know mm-hmm. so and and Guy Flaming said he's talked to many players ex-players current players you know that you know the majority it seems to be the majority obviously are you know in favor of the current model you yeah. know not getting paid you get so many benefits i seen a number it was $33,000 the player, not the player's worth, but that's the cost of per player for a team in the Ontario Hockey League. And it's probably more out here with the travel, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's a lot of money. And, you know, so if you got to play the minimum wage, you're not going to get any benefits. You know, you're going to have to pay for your own sticks. You're going to have to pay for your own gear. You have yeah. to do all that, right? Yeah. So nope. they did cover that, definitely. Okay. You know, they covered the travel or uh, the schedule stuff. And It, and it would end up being issue. like... It'd probably be good for you sports. But, I mean, it's not going to happen. It can't. Yeah. It'd be I, like the American system with, oh, you get a education while you're playing. You get some crappy degree. Like Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, they, they do push that, you know, you get a scholarship, a year scholarship for but every after, year you play. Which after. is good, which is better, which I think the NCAA should do. Right? The only These thing- kids aren't studying while they're off playing monday night championship games give me a break like (laughs) yeah oh yeah you know give them how many of them go pro and especially in football there's no ahl or anything they can go to no so once they're done playing give them a few years to get their degree and actually but whatever yeah i don't (laughs) know you know they you know whl does push that the only thing the only issue i have with that is you only have like 18 months to use it after you're done playing So yeah. you can go try out the HL or the ECHL or whatever for a year and a bit, and then you got to come back. I'd like to see them extend that, you know, give the kid a chance to play a couple years or whatever, yeah. and then go back and uh, use his scholarship that the, he's earned. So. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. But a lot of guys, I don't know, I shouldn't say a lot because I don't know, but they play the dub and then they go right into CHL. So they're getting, or not CHL. Um, U Sports. Yeah. They get uh, the WHL money. Yeah. Plus they get a bit from universities. So they okay. they kind of sit yeah, kind of pretty there. You know, yeah, you know, all their gear is covered too in U Sports. My cousin yeah. plays here in Regina. So he gets all his gear covered. He doesn't have the scholarship because he didn't play dub, but, you know, he only played SJ. Yeah. But, you know, he gets all his gear covered here. So good bit of a tangent there <laughs> yeah well, that's, <laughs> that's a okay. hot topic but that that's a it's a good interview they cover you know the okay. schedule thing and the travel and the lawsuit and uh 
Right. So that's TPS, the pipeline show, sure. right? Yeah. So you search for TPS or yeah, pipeline uh, show and it'll come at up. TPS guy underscore guy on Twitter. Yeah. Is his handle. He does, he does a really good job. So it sounds like he's going to be covering more. He does cover a lot of dub stuff to begin with because he's, he's also the Edmonton Old Kings color guy as okay. well. So, yeah. yeah. And, Dub Network's now sponsoring him too, so there's gonna be a few more stuff. Right, on. that was that was the big news from Dub Network. Yeah, he's gonna be writing some stuff on uh, Dub Network. You know, he's got a pretty good background. He's been doing Pipeline Show for like 15 years, so it's real good. I don't listen to all the stuff. You know, I don't listen to the college stuff too often. But um, if you're into that, if you want to listen to that, that's it's there for you. He's got you know he gets GMs and all sorts of guys in some good interviews. So. You know, just did the commissioner, so. Um, how about Tim Hunter, named head coach of the World Juniors this year? Yeah, that's a good pick. He's He was an assistant coach for the last couple of years. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Brent Kissio, Lesbridge coach. So you got an old guy running it, and then you got a younger guy. Kissio, I think he's a pretty good coach. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the next kind of up-and-coming name. Hunter is kind of on the on the down downward side of the hill. Ala John Paddock, but uh, you know Kissio, he's going to be a good coach, and he'll be. I don't. I don't think it would take too long for him to be in the NHL. I don't think. Good. And you want to do a shout out to uh, humble Broncos new coach? Oh yeah, Nathan Oistrick. Yeah, old friend of mine. How do you know? Uh, we went to school together. We have the same birthday as well, mm. like actual birthday, not like you and I, a year apart. But oh, okay. Yeah. No. So we went to school you know, elementary school and everything, and then he took off for his illustrious hockey career, which yeah. wasn't too illustrious, you know. He won a Calder, he called, won a Calder Cup in Chicago. And then... Uh, Didn't then he, he play pro for... Yeah, he played, he played uh, like, I don't know, 70 games or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had one, one full season, or most of a full season with Nashville, I think it was. And uh, yeah, no, now he's coaching. He was doing some coaching in the ECHL, and then he coached a high school in Colorado last year. Yeah. And now, yeah, that was kind of out of the blue. Like, all of a sudden, his name's out there. I was like, wow, good mm-hmm. for him. So, mm-hmm. no, yeah. that's good. That's, that's going to be tough a tough role. Tough, tough role to step yeah. into, man. It's, but there's going to be so much support for them yeah. and yeah. the team and coaching staff and stuff. So, but yeah, that's cool to see him back up here. So, those kids are looking pretty, pretty good. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Saw them at the, were they at the draft or the NHL, NHL draft? draft? Yeah, yeah. 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 They look. Yeah, oh, that's good. Looks like spirits are high. They're getting lots of support. Yeah, stuff, the game, so. the rider game you did go to is humbled yeah, strong. Somewhere so. there, yeah, too. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's gonna be tough, tough for him. But good for him for taking that on. Yeah. No, yeah. that's yeah, that's a huge, huge job. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Anything else you want to touch on here? No, I think that's about it. So good. I I can't see too much happening between now and August, but uh, if it does, we'll sit here and talk for another hour, and yeah. we'll talk about it and bring yeah. it up. But uh, otherwise, you guys enjoy it. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, probably talk to you guys in August after after some training camp, training camp, and that mini mini tournament and. We'll get an idea of what this team looks like next year. All right. Sounds good. See you guys later. All right. Thanks. Bye.